Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app coming up at 45 minutes past the hour. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We will have an interesting segment at that time. A number of stories crossing my mind this morning. Supporters of Harlem Bodega worker Jose Alba expressing optimism after meeting with Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Mayor Adams is even suggesting what I and many of you said on this program last night, that the girlfriend of the ex-con killed while attacking Mr. Alba, should be charged for stabbing the clerk, Mr. Alba, during the incident. Two teen girls hit by stray gunfire in the Bronx in a playground were visiting from Virginia. And we have COVID, monkeypox, but this one... And I didn't deal with this last night because I'm still scratching my head trying to figure this one out. The city of New York releases the city of PSA on what to do if the city is hit with a nuclear attack. Listen to part of this PSA. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. What is this all about? I I mean, does it relate to Russia and Ukraine? Does U.S. intelligence know something that we don't know? None of these things have been discussed, and all of a sudden... This PSA just drops from the Office of Emergency Management for the city of New York. Maybe, maybe they're trying to be proactive. I I don't get it. I don't get it. But here's something that's bothering me this morning. And let me be very clear. Police community relations. Police community relations are a two-way street. It's not just law enforcement bending over backwards to try and please the community. The community very much so needs the police. Let me be very clear about that. And what is bothering me this morning, I don't know if you've seen the video yet out of Minnesota, but this child... This little baby has has to be no older than maybe maybe three years old. And on a public street, he's in his underwear, and so was another child. And the police are there 
to arrest uh, apparently a murder suspect. And this little child in his underwear walks up to the police officers and says, shut the F up. I'm giving you the cleaned up version. Says to the police, shut the F up. It's shocking video. Then this young man, this child, repeatedly hits the police officer, calling the officer the B word and telling his colleague to shut the F up. I can't believe this. And then this child tells another officer, you've got those ugly bleep bleep shoes on, those boots on. This is a baby. And a bit later, I'm going to tell you uh, what a vice mayor down in the Fort Lauderdale area did. A police officer cut her a break and did not write her a ticket. And she used profanity and driving off. I'll get to that in just a little bit. But let me be very clear. Police community relations, it's not a one-way street. Not a one-way street. So let's go back to the top. I see your calls. We're going to uh, get to them in uh, just a second. Fernando Mateo, the head of the United Bodegas of America, after the session with uh, D.A. Bragg, stated we're leaving here today feeling really good and hoping that when he concludes his investigation and he didn't give us a timeline, that he will exonerate Jose Alba. This as demonstrators, and it's a good thing, we're outside the uh, district attorney's office. It's time that the district attorney hears what the people have to say. Mayor Adams, whether you like him or you hate him, you got to give him credit for suggesting that the girlfriend should be criminally charged. And now, a social media post of the ex-con that was killed in the attack has appeared, uh, and it's from weeks earlier, in which he's threatening anyone who messes with his girls. It's an eight-second clip of uh, Austin Simon, an Instagram account, and it shows a little girl getting her hair curled while a computerized narration says, you come at me, you might get away, but you touch her, I promise, I'm the last thing you'll see before you talk to God. And so this is just, it is is a, a mess. It is a mess. And let's start with your telephone calls. Let's go to uh, Joseph first in Port Chester. Good morning, Joseph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, two things really quick. Uh, with regard to the uh, Dominican immigrant who was actually uh, well attacked uh, by the uh, thug ex-convict, you know, basically, as far as I know, you know, if you commit a murder, well, not a murder, excuse me, but if a death occurs while you're uh, committing a felony, you're actually tr- you can be charged with felony murder. That's even even if the death occurred unintentionally, and if the death was even an accomplice or an accessory to a crime, as long as that crime that you set in motion caused someone's death, you can be charged in most instances with felony murder. Now that woman, she whether she knew or not. You know, she actually, you know, she was using an EBT card. She knew that she didn't have sufficient funds, all right? And then she threatened the owner. Joseph, maybe maybe she didn't know. Maybe she didn't know. But, what, but what's insulting about all of this 
this all started, and I'm going to let you finish before we move on to the other calls. We're talking about taxpayer dollars here, and this is what she was all upset about and all up in arms about. Please continue, Joseph. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't even her money. It's somebody else's. <clears throat> but speaking of taxpayer dollars, if you witness the uh, footage uh, down from Uvalde, Texas, you have the cops waiting some 77 minutes before they went inside. They were dilly-dallying. Uh, one, one idiot was actually texting on his phone. But the point I want to make very quickly about police, you have to understand something. Way too many conservative Americans, they think police are there to protect and serve the public. They are there to protect and serve the politicians. No, I, I know, Joseph, you, you, you've made that point before, and, and that's where you and I disagree, completely disagree. But I do I do thank you for the call. If we're going to be fair about this, they're, they're here to serve the public, and they are also held accountable to uh, elected officials. Now, now I, 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 would, uh, I would agree with that. Let's go to Carol in Queens. Good morning, Carol. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. This is a real pleasure. Um, I just I was sitting here almost falling off my chair because I'd heard the, the adverts um, about the nuclear um, things that all the people and kids had to be worried about. Yes. I'm in my middle 70s, and in fourth grade, we had to go through that. We had to hide under our desks and everything. And I said, am I hearing this right? Right, I mean, this right. Craziness. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, Carol, if the city is trying to be proactive in the event uh, that something happens. But this is coming out of left, left, left field. And I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand. You know, it's just alarming us. When we've already got enough on our plate, Carol, I thank you for the call. And when I say enough on our plate, I'm referring to COVID-19, where signs are still not going away, and monkeypox, and whether or not there are enough vaccines for monkeypox. And and there's just a lot. There is a lot to deal with. Dominic Carter, talk. 77 WABC. Let's go to Frank in Staten Island. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? How you doing, uh, Dominic? How you doing? Okay, uh, again, it's about about uh, Mr. Alba, the bodega owner. Um, today I was listening to the radio and I heard Ron Kuby on the air, and they were asking him about this topic. And you know, he's a defense attorney, and he was saying that uh, because Austin Simon didn't have a weapon at all, like all he had was was his hands and his big mouth, and he was threatening and menacing Mr. Alba that, yes, Mr. Alba had the right to defend himself, but he didn't have the right to kill the man. And and so he was giving like a different side of the story, and he thinks maybe, just maybe, Mr. Alba may have to do a plea to to, to a different uh, uh, charge, a a lesser charge. Maybe well, you can spend time. Okay. Well, no, 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 Frank. I just wanted to say I'm going to let you finish your your thought. I, I'm a big fan of Ron Kuby, but 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 no one is right all the time. So that's Ron's opinion. I disagree with his opinion. Now he is an, a legal expert. He practices law, but that is his opinion. He is a prominent uh, defense lawyer. But please continue, Frank, before I move on. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's just this thing that that, that Simon the, the, didn't uh, – he's a thug, he's a convict, and, and he's gone. But um, he, he did have no, no real weapon. Now, yeah, the girlfriend had the weapon. She, she took her knife and stabbed uh, Mr. Alba in the arm, and the blood was coming out, and we saw it. And Mr. Alba, he knew where his knife was, he, he, and, he, and I'm sure his mind was focusing on it. And when he had the chance to get it, he did. Um, so I'm just well, looking yeah, at the but, but, but Frank, to, but Frank, to be honest with you, I don't feel you're being fair to Mr. Alba because you're, 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 you're glossing over the fact that this ex-con came behind the counter. You're glossing over the fact that he pushed him down and that is the ex-con and, and grabbed him by the neck. But I do thank you for your call, Frank, and, uh, you have a wonderful morning let's go to pete in new hampshire good morning pete you're on talk radio 77 wabc 
Hey, Dom, first I'm going to open up uh, and say that I love you, and I love your show, bro. Well, thank you. I love you as well. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, thank you very much. And let me just say this. I want to say two things, Pete, and then I will um, let you make your comment. Number one, I do not take for granted the high ratings of this program. You folks have made it possible, and I love you for it, and I love the fact that we can engage with each other every night, and sometimes we can agree to disagree. But I also want to make a second point, a second point, and then, Pete, you have the floor. I want everyone to understand that there are some nights, I won't go into why I'm saying this, but there are some nights when I can engage you and we may talk for a minute or two. There are some nights when I may clip you at 20, 30 seconds. So, for example, uh, last night I had, I, there's always a major topic, and then I'll have two or three other topics. So last night someone called on one of the other topics. And so I was saying, I was pointing out that uh, Biden, uh, that, that it's horrible for all of us, the, the, the gaffes he keeps making, and the caller felt that I was not being fair to him and not giving him equal time when nothing could be further from the truth. There, there are going to be some nights, and Pete, you're, you're, you're on the air right now, there are going to be some nights I can engage you. There are going to be some nights, no matter who you are, where I, I may be up against a hard break. I may have to toss to a commercial. There are many things going on, especially with a highly rated radio program. So, Pete, go right ahead. Yes, Dom, and I listened to what you just said, and I respect you most confidently, right? Thank you. And you're welcome, too, sir. Uh, as a Vietnam vet, first I'm going to start off uh, month number one. That woman is a major accessory. I'm talking about the bodega incident, okay? We agree. Go ahead, Pete. Okay. She is a major accessory to the crime scene, to the crime. Number one. She should be charged. I will never, we will never, Dom, maybe you'll disagree or agree with me right now. Number one, she will never be charged because Alvin Bragg was bought out by the Soros uh, Mafia, the, the syndicate. Okay? Number one, whether you agree or disagree, okay, right? Number two, EBT cards. We're introduced, and I'm not trying to be a racist or anything else, Dom. I'm a free man. I love everybody within reason at arm's length nowadays. Okay, follow me on this one. But when you run out of an, and I know people that have EBT cards, and those were posted under Barack Hussein Obama during his administration, Dom. Agree with me or disagree, and guess what? Even people now are freaking out when their EBT cards, where I live in a town of little tiny town, Dom, of 600 people, they blow a fuse. They blow a major fuse when they run out of money on their EBT cards, okay? Right. Hey, Pete, right? I, I, I've, I've got to move it along because I do have to take right. a commercial break. Okay. But, but, but go ahead. Please wrap it up. goes to a higher power a level, Dom. Law enforcement has been too overly politicized. They've been have a bad rap, been having a bad rap by Antifa, all these groups, law, everything else. Pete, this is Pete, a moral but, decay and bottom line, Pete. Law enforcement has been railroaded. I there's there's no other way to say it. I, exactly. I I have to step in. I have to step in, Pete, because I do have to take a break. But I do want to tell you folks that 77 WABC and the Staten Island Ferry Hawks have a special discount for the Fairy Hawks game on July 30, 30th versus the Lancaster Barnstormers. It's going to be a great baseball game. 77 WABC listeners, go to www.fairyhawks.com for tickets. And get this, use code WABC for a special discount. Plus, stick around after the game. Beautiful stadium for post-game fireworks. 
Go to www.fairyhawks.com, use the code WABC, and head to Staten Island and enjoy America's pastime right in your backyard. What do I mean by that? You can literally take the ferry, the beautiful ride on the ferry, right up to an entrance at the ballpark. It does not get better than that. When we come back, we are taking your telephone calls. We're going to New Jersey, Brooklyn, Long Island, White Plains, Forest Hills. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77, If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right? You've got this. That's the new PSA from the city of New York. If the city faces a nuclear attack, what what what's going on here, folks? I I I I, I, I I'm at a loss of words. Maybe on a good day we can say that the city's being proactive. It, it's 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 um. It just came out of left field. And so I mentioned, and we're going back to the situation as it relates to the bodega worker. And he, the charges should be dropped. Not only should they be dropped, but the girlfriend should be criminally charged when they're dropped. That's justice. And so, and that's based on, my opinion is based on the videos that I have seen. And so I I mentioned to you folks the video out of Minnesota, right, where this this baby can't be any older than, what, two, three years old at best. And he's cursing out the police, telling them to shut the F up, hitting them, uh, 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 attacking the boots that they're wearing, and this kid, Where is this coming from? But here's what we know. That, and and according to the reporter that was there, the behavior of these children is similar to the behaviors of the rioters who burned and looted Minneapolis two years ago that followed the murder uh, of George Floyd and Mr. Wright's shooting in uh, Brooklyn Center. And surprise, surprise, the Minneapolis Star newspaper, the Tribune there, has reported on a dramatic crime surge following the uprisings for locals in the Twin Cities. Police community relations is not just a one-way street. We're going back to Mr. Alba, but I want you to hear something, right? And it's gone mostly b- below the radar screen. And it's in the Fort Lauderdale area, a vice mayor cursing at a police officer during a traffic stop. Now, here's why this is noteworthy. The officer, I've looked at the body cam video, was professional, courteous, and even gave the uh, the official uh, respect as an elected official in the area. She pretended to not hear him. She had an attitude. He said, uh, ma'am, you're going to hear the local reporter in a second. He said, ma'am, I'm only going to give you a written warning. 
So in other words, you're, you're done. You don't have to worry about it. As she's driving off, she uses profanity at the, uh, at the officer. I want you, before we go back to the bodega incident, I want you to listen to this police encounter. Police community relations, it's not just a one-way street. And we have got to understand that. You can't just go around disrespecting the police and then think that they're going to put their life on the line for you or respond in every situation. Listen to this traffic stop. And I want you to keep in mind that this is a vice mayor, female black woman in the Fort Lauderdale uh, area, and a police officer is only giving her a written warning. L- warning. Listen to this. The vice mayor pulled over for allegedly speeding. The officer asked for her license, goes to his car, and returns to issue her a warning. Ms. Perkins, you need to slow down, okay? There's going to be a warning system that I warned you tonight about speeding, okay? You hear what I said? You hear what I said? She asked for the officer's name. Officer Navian. And then leaves him with this. Navian. Navian. I'm Vice Mayor Beverly Perkins from the city of Pompano Beach. Okay. Y'all need to find something. Incredible. Incredible. The officer is cutting you a break. You turn up the music, pretend that you cannot hear him, and you are a role model in the community. So maybe this would explain why a toddler, two, three years old, is telling a police officer to shut the F up. And I'm giving you the sanitized version. Maybe it would explain why this toddler was hitting the police officers. Where is this baby learning this type of behavior so young? So we're dealing with a lot this morning. We are dealing with a lot. And the conversation started as it relates to the bodega situation. And so let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. You know what your problem is? You're a decent person. And I don't know where all the decent people went. You know, the ones we hear about are unbelievable. But last night, I didn't think of this when I spoke to you and everyone. Um, I just thought of it before, and I have not heard one per- All I hear is this, you know, he protected, Mr. protected himself, obviously, against this moron. And that's all I heard, two people. But he was up against. You know, they said, oh, she's, you know, she was just there and all that, you know, but he was up against two people. Two people were going after one man. She was cut. He was on one side and she was cutting him. There are two people in this crime and and they keep talking about just one. Right. Linda, I'll take it a step further. If you pay close attention to the video before she starts stabbing him, you are correct. So he's under attack uh, behind the counter and on the other side of the counter. But before she starts stabbing him, she tries to hold down Mr. Alba's hand so that he cannot defend himself against the boyfriend. And when that didn't work, when that didn't work, that's when she reached and got the knife and started jabbing. And, you know, I'm sorry that this man lost his life. But she's crying over his body, his bloody body. But you provoked this entire situation. So what are you crying about now? I I don't understand, Linda. Yeah, do you know something? This man, this poor man who really suffered, uh, he's suffering. This man, I, I have so much sympathy for him. I think he should be getting some kind of a medal because he, you know something? Somebody like him is an example. You know, everybody's going, oh, you know, they, they just scare people. I mean, everybody's not going to, you know, kill anybody. But they're just, you know, trying to scare them. And this guy got caught. Thank God he did. And that's the end of him. 
Well, unfortunately, it is the end of him. Linda, thank you for the call this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's say good morning to Russ in White Plains. Good morning, Russ. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Do you think uh, this woman could have foreseen what was going to happen when she told her boyfriend to go down to the bodega? Yes. Yes, I I do. I don't think she could have foreseen that uh, her boyfriend was going to confront him and get stabbed and the boyfriend okay, wait, wait, also- Russ, let, let me ask you a question let me ask okay. you a question sure so the boyfriend good or bad has a track record right we can agree on that right how how long how big a track record does he have dominic the criminal record okay but i mean you know i was arrested and charged with two counts of assault on two police officers after they beat me up and i got money out of it so it's part of the course for the police to charge people with things that they're not really guilty of. But can I really finish real quick? Because I want to connect this to one other thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ross. Okay. And so the same with the girlfriend. Would you charge Will Smith's girlfriend, Jada Pinkett Smith? Because I think she was subtly indicating that he should go up there and assault him. And I want to connect it to one more thing. Russ, Russ, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish because I appreciate the fact that you're always respectful when you call. I'm going to let you finish. So relax for a second. But I don't understand the comparison to Jada Smith when the girlfriend holds Mr. Alba's arm down so that her boyfriend can take shots at him. And then when that doesn't work, she pulls out a knife and does a Chucky uh, from from the movie character stabbing this man. So I don't understand the comparison that you're making. Okay, it's not funny, you're right, but, um, you know, I don't think this is the first time that Jose Alba plunged a knife into someone, frankly. And I identify with the guy. You know, I identify with him. I think he's like Bernard Getz. He's going to have to face a trial. I haven't seen all the videos, but the police have to arrest him. Otherwise, it's a Trayvon situation. But to connect it with Emmett Till, this woman, Carolyn Bryant also didn't foresee what these guys were going to do, the atrocity to Emmett Till. But to go now and say she should be locked up at the age of 88 because of a warrant, the warrant just tells me she had a right to remain silent all this time. She had she, she was coerced into participating. Is it justice or vengeance that we're asking for with these women? Cherche la femme, you know, blame the woman. Thank you very much, Tom. Okay, Russ, I, I, I thank you for the call, but but I I, I I'm... I, I... I need a sledgehammer to hit myself in the head right now because I don't understand, Russ, and I, I have a lot of respect for you. I don't I don't understand the comparison to the Emmett Till case historically. I mean, we, we in in this situation with the bodega, you know, I, I wish I could say what I really want to say, but I can't. But you know, there there has to be a time when good people are going to stand up and say, I've had it. I'm not going to deal with your dysfunction anymore. You're not entitled to do whatever it is that you feel like you want to do. You're not entitled to come behind this counter. You're not going to attack me. I'm going to defend myself, and the chips fall where they may. That's the situation that we are dealing with. Let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? I'm good. I hope you're well. I am well also. I wanted to comment on the uh, first, well, a few of your issues, but the first one is about the babies and that terrible response they had to the police officers. And many of your callers have touched on this where you can look only as far as home life because these children, and it's a shame because what happens is they hear this over and over again. Children do not come up with stuff like this. They repeat stuff. They learn stuff, and then they copy it. They repeat it. So they must hear this at home. And what will happen with these children, sadly, unless there's an intervention, is that they will hear this, and as they grow up over the years, and they will become programmed. To distrust or hate—that's what I'm saying. So when you're going to hear this, though, as they get older, and they hate the police, and the police represent law enforcement, so they're going to have no respect for the law either. And then, you know, another 10, 15 years down the line, you have your new criminals, and, and this and, is and why you're, you're, you're having you're correct. 
And what I'm thinking about, Alyssa, to be honest with you, now this happened in uh, in uh, Minneapolis, but what I'm thinking about is Spotford, the juvenile detention center in the Bronx. These are kids that are being ready-made for the Spotfords of the world. And nobody wants to deal with it. A, a toddler, this baby can barely walk. And he's hitting police officers, telling them to shut the F up. And that's the clean version. I, th- this is happening in America. And do you know who I blame for this, to be honest with you? I blame civil rights leaders. Because they're telling people that you can do anything, act any way, and we've got your back. When instead they should be saying the American dream is you're going to work hard. Anything worthwhile in life you're going to work hard for. And you have got to uh, get your education. You have got to uh, fly straight. And then anything is possible in America. Well, Dominic, you're absolutely right about that. But how can you expect um, people, when you have people like Bragg and other people in positions of authority, sending out a message that says, hey, let's just let the criminals be the victims. Let's just let the criminals get away with everything. And you're correct. So, you know, you're so, correct. I mean, it's it's all it's all around us. And the, the people that are suffering are the children because they, you know, today's small children are tomorrow's criminals with the way things are going, and that's what's so horrific. As far as the Alba case, there were a few people, a few women who called in yesterday, and I just wanted to say that those two women that called in, I'm sure their hearts were in the right place, but they've obviously had no exposure to a criminal element in their neighborhood because what they're asking for is rationality of, like that lady saying, oh, well, maybe she should have given her fruit or the other woman who said, oh, tell them it's, it's to give her a credit. You know, that the, the rational response would have been that woman, you know, the girlfriend, to say to her daughter, well, the cards aren't working. We're just going to have to get something at home. I'm sorry. That's it. And leave. But instead, she chose to blame this man and escalate a situation, which became out of control and ultimately resulted in the death of her boyfriend. And, and Alyssa, I, I thank you for the call, and uh, you said it better than I could. That is the bottom line. That is the bottom line. There are no excuses. There are no extenuating circumstances. Ma'am, you brought this on yourself. You threatened to go get your boyfriend, knowing apparently his temper, and he came back, and unfortunately, what happened, happened. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. When I come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Two. Two teenage girls hit by stray gunfire in a Bronx playground Monday night were visiting the Big Apple from Virginia to visit family when their trip trip took a near tragic turn. The girls, 17 years of age each, were at a cookout at Arcilla Playground on East 163rd Street when a fight broke out on on the uh, nearby basketball court between several people during a uh, pickup game around 8 p.m. Two large groups involved in this and uh, that were not part of the uh, cookout started arguing. One man pulls a gun and opens fire. Opens fire. One of the girls suffered a graze wound to the head. That's how serious this is. A few more inches, she would not be with us anymore. The other was hit in the thigh. The girls are expected to recover and to return to Virginia. So I was just looking on Twitter. My buddy, uh, O.B. Murray, 
O'Brien Murray, one of the best political consultants in the game, and he just made this comment referring to me. He is on fire. Must listen to radio. Where does he get this energy after midnight? It must be recorded, right? Well, OB, it's not recorded. You know that myself and uh, Frank Morano, you are a guest on his show. You did a wonderful job, I believe, about two weeks ago. We are as live as live gets. That's our mandate from our owners, uh, owner-operators, John Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis. And the energy is just there because there's something that I'm not getting. There's something that I'm not understanding where a two-year-old kid that was practically in training underwear has a vocabulary enough to tell police officers essentially to go F themselves using the actual word and then hitting them repeatedly and then telling the other officer that uh, that his, his you, something to the effect of you come here with those ugly, you know what, shoes, and then call the officer the B word. And I'm not saying B, he used the actual word. Where do you learn this from? And what type of life do you think you're going to have for that young child? Let's let's call it for what it is. And they're going to be one or two of you. Oh, Dominic, you know, you're demonizing and you're not. Oh, 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 oh. Wake up and smell the coffee. Don't you see what's going on around you? Let's go back to the telephone call. Stan in Brooklyn. Stan in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Two things. The Minnesota thing. Do you ever see the play of the movie South Pacific? There was a song in there, You've Got to Be Carefully Taught. Very appropriate. This kid was taught. Uh, the EBT card in Manhattan. Aren't there things that you cannot buy on the EBT card? What's tri- uh- it wasn't of like course. diapers recently. Now they allowed it. Perhaps she couldn't buy. She's not allowed to buy potato chips on the EBT card. That's why she didn't have it. Third, the knife that she used to stab the bodega worker, was it her own knife or did she find it in the store? Uh, th- those are those are great questions. I don't know the answer to them. I'm the first one that when I don't know the answer to something, I'm going to be straight with you. But the fact of the matter is she stabbed Mr. Alba several times. That's the bottom line. And she tried to hold his arm down so that her boyfriend could take free shots at him. A man that's practically half Mr. Alba's age. Now, what if Mr. Alba, and Stan, I thank you for the call. What if Mr. Alba grabbed his chest and had a massive heart attack right there on the floor for this ex-con? Let's call it what it is. This is not somebody with an Ivy League degree. It's an ex-con. Now, do do people deserve uh, other opportunities? Of course. I embrace that. But the way he approached Mr. Alba in the video, it's just a horrible situation. Let's go to Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? You mean there's another Stan? I thought I'm the only one in the country. <laughs> I don't believe it. There was actually some other guy. How dare they do that? Anyway, look, I want to speak to all of New Yorkers. And here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you buy iodine pills. Now, iodine pills in 1,000 milligrams are good for radiation poisoning. Now, the U.S. government will give them out to you, but it won't help. Okay? Uh, I also recommend in a nuclear war, which is lunacy, that you buy a movie or rent a movie called, I don't know if, Dom, you'll know a movie. It's an old movie, but called On the Beach. About 70 years old. Start Gregory Peck, Ava Gunder, and Fred Astaire. Yes, Fred Astaire. And it's about nuclear war that happened between Russia and the United States. And the United States and Russia have been destroyed, but it hasn't hit Australia yet, the Radiation, And this is the story of the last weeks of Australia and these people trying to deal with it. And it's pathetic, if not sickening. And I suggest everybody get the movie because you'll see 
then in the end, most of these people, are, the government gives them pills to die in their apartment because the radiation will kill them in the long term. That's what will happen if we have nuclear war. I don't know why the public address announcement was made. Like you, I was somewhat, what the hell is that? Maybe some guy got drunk and he saw it, he heard it and put it on. But it is a possibility, ladies and gentlemen. It, this is, you know, we don't think we're worrying more about crime in the streets, crime here. It can happen in a flash. And that's what it would be like. So I don't know what to tell anybody. But if you want to buy iodine pills, they'll help. But get that movie. Look it over. Okay. And uh, that's all I can say, Dom. So I'm telling right. you. Well, well, Stan, uh, thank you for the call. I want you to live a long time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your call. Thank you. Joseph in Huntington. Good morning. What's on your mind, Joseph? Well, you say you, say you don't understand why you see these children acting this way. But there's a biblical answer to that. We inherit the sins of our forefathers. So I don't know if you can understand what I'm trying to say. It's oh, I understand. I understand loud and clear. What, what, when, I, when I say, what, Joseph, when I say I don't understand, what I'm trying to say is logically it's not in your best interest to hate the police. It's not in anybody's best interest to, to hate the police. The police are there to protect us. They are, in, in, in most cases, our last line of defense. And most police officers that I've encountered, they wouldn't hesitate to take a bullet protecting people when they're being, they are being railroaded these days. But please, Joseph, continue before I have to move on. Quickly, please. What I'm actually saying is that the children are acting this way is because the parents that are raising them are teaching them and whoever was before them. And if it's not stopped, if it's not stopped somewhere, it won't stop. It will continue. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel, I feel really bad, Joseph, for, for this, uh, for this, uh, for this uh, baby because um, we already know what's in his future. I mean, and I don't want this to happen. But what? But you know, is he going to grow up at age twelve and, and and or fourteen, and the police pull him over, and he decides that he's going to keep going in the vehicle, and then some police officer's life is ruined because of a bad mistake that the individual made, because now the officer is on trial when they did nothing wrong but their job. That's the world that we live in. Joining me right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. So, what do you have? Uh, can you believe, Frank, what's going on out of uh, out of Minnesota? The, the the language of this uh, of this toddler. Uh, well, I can and I can't. Right? I mean, it's not something that's believable, but unfortunately, by today's uh, society standards, I absolutely believe it. Yeah, uh, I do believe it. Wow. Wow. What do, what do you have coming up this morning? All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a look at the case of a death row inmate who wants to donate a kidney. And uh, he wants his execution delayed a little bit so that he can go through with this kidney donation. We're going to explore that. I'll give you the latest on his case. Also, a very interesting fellow, uh, as left wing as can be, a fellow by the name of Ben Burgess is going to be here. He has written a book very critical of how the left has been attacking free speech and comedians. Now, I want to make clear it's not a right-wing guy, not a conservative. This is a Bernie Sanders supporter, card-carrying left-winger, who says that this leftist attack on comedians has gotten to the point where it's just too much. And then uh, there are a whole bunch of skills that uh, children are not learning in school and they apparently get even worse during the summertime. Has nothing to do with reading, nothing to do with writing, nothing to do with arithmetic. I'm going to be joined by New York State's Principal of the Year and a guy by the name of Bob Wolf, who has one of the best voices in radio. Uh, they're going to be here in the 2 o'clock hour to talk about the skills that are not being taught in schools these days. So we're going to have a lot of fun. It sounds like another great show. I know I will be listening. Let's go back to the telephone calls, Frank Morano and Dominic Carter, until the top of the hour. Let's go to, uh, let's see here, let's go to Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Oh, yes. Listen, Dominic, Frank, 
I know I kind of can't watch a video like that about the um, terrible, um, you know, situation where Jose Alba was being. Um, it, it sounds like every, oh, uh, um, you know, a, a little store like that I've been in, the, the clerk is kind of set up in the back. So was he kind of cornered? Did the perp go up and yes, he was, was he cornered. trapped? Yes, he went behind the counter, and it no, was, but it was the he only, trapped. Was he Alba was trapped. trapped? The only way out was to get through the, uh, the the man that's now deceased. Yes, he was trapped. I do not feel that that has been because I've been listening for two days, and I have not really heard that being accentuated, which I think is critical. That and that he was, you know, this other uh, guy was twice his size and half his age. Yes, good point, Susan. I have to, I have to step in and move on. Frank, your say on this before we go to the next. Well, well, look, you know, based on the video uh, that I've seen, it looks like it looks to me like self-defense, right? It looks like this guy was attacked and uh, he didn't ask for this fight. And uh, I think, um, you know, much as I said during the Bernard Getz situation, I think if you're going to attack someone, you're responsible not only for their injuries, but uh, but your own injuries. So I think um, that being said, I don't know everything that goes on here. I'm content to let law enforcement and the police do their job, investigate the case thoroughly, present the case to a grand jury and let the criminal justice system play out. I don't see how my armchair quarterbacking is going to help matters for Mr. Alba or anybody else. Good point. Good point there. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. We're short on time. Go right ahead. Okay. I'll just say very quickly, I'm going to prove that Frank Filming is wrong because he should be, because the reason that Jose Alba is innocent, okay, he said that Hey, Larry, wait, wait, Larry, we're going to have to save your call. We're going to have to save your call for tomorrow because there's something, your phone is overmodulating, and I can't make out a word of what you're saying. So if you can, call Frank back uh, this morning or give me a call back tomorrow, and I promise you we will get your call on the air. Keep it right there, folks. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is starting right now. I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.